My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives. Because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Hey friend, welcome to episode 13, entitled, Thanking God for COVID, which there is definitely a question mark in that, because how in the world are we going to do that? Today's episode is brought to you by my book, Unceasing a Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power. And the reason for that is that it is intimately connected with this idea. In fact, it was the act of thanksgiving that was what transformed my prayer life. And so that's what we're going to talk about today because we're faced with the thanksgiving in the time of COVID. And am I supposed to thank God for COVID? Because yikes, that's hard. But Ephesians 5.20 says that we should be giving thanks always and for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That certainly sounds like we need to be giving thanks, doesn't it? And I think it's really important. This issue applies to so many things way beyond COVID because I want to be free. I want to walk as a older 50-year-old into my 60s, 70s, 80s as a free woman, not encumbered with loads of bitterness or anger. And the only way to get free at this point in life is to take some drastic steps. In episode 12, I talked about presenting ourselves to Jesus and the verse that was the clarion call about presenting our lives as a sacrifice was Philippians 1.22. If I am to live in the flesh. That means fruitful labor for me. So if I'm living, I need to be fruitful. And I have to tell you, I have discovered no more valuable tool to bring life back into my bones than thanksgiving. That's on a big level. We just need to be thanking God all the time. But let's take it down and let's get specific. What about COVID? Last Thanksgiving, we had a family reunion, and at my house, I had 78 people in my backyard. Isn't that amazing? We never thought about people coming from all different areas. Nobody wore a mask. I bet nobody owned a mask, except for my one cousin's husband, who is a doctor. I mean, that nobody wore a mask. We didn't even think about it. We didn't even wonder if somebody was sick. This year, the CDC has issued guidelines on how we're supposed to have our Thanksgiving gatherings. Never in my life could I have imagined that. COVID has changed our lives, and we're supposed to thank God for that? Okay, so that sounds like a pretty serious question, and we need to find out. 
I need help. As I face this time where I'm beginning to see some rising numbers and, you know, if there's more cases, we know there's going to be more shutdowns. I've really been struggling with sorrow, with frustration, with sort of a give up spirit. Maybe I'll just throw in some sweats and pop some popcorn and watch Jane Austen until I die. I don't know. I just, how do I get motivated? I don't know what it is about this sheltering at home thing that zaps my motivation. I feel like I should get more done. All those projects that I've never gotten around to. My pictures should all be in order by now, but they're not. But here's what I know. Thanksgiving can change everything. And that takes me back to the book, Unceasing. Um, when I was really faced with places of, of deep sorrow and of wanting to give up at a previous era of my life, I got really convicted that I was going to have to choose how I was going to walk it out. And I found that the first step, the first step of walking out of despair and into joy and faith was Thanksgiving. There's a quote by a man, his name is Merlin Crothers, and he has an amazing book called Prison to Praise. It's an old book. It was written in, I don't know when it was written, a long time ago. The copy I have is the pages are actually yellowed, um, but it's a pa old paperback and it sold millions of copies. It was this amazing story. And this is his quote, the very act of praise releases the power of God into a set of circumstances and enables God to change them if this is his design. I have come to believe that the prayer of praise is the highest form of communication with God and one that always releases a great deal of power into our lives. Merlin Carruthers. And I'll put that quote and a link to the book in my show notes. It's a, it's a short read, but I think it is so, so valuable. I've experienced the transformation of Thanksgiving in my prayer life. It really redirected and changed things for me. But I've also seen that this praise, does it's not just in the prayer life that it, that it really transforms things. It's when I'm praising God about circumstances that don't deserve praise. When I'm thanking God for the worst moment in my life, it is a declaration of faith that God is bigger than this bad thing that has happened. It's a spitting in the enemy's eyes. And it's saying like Betsy Ten Boom did to Corey, that there's no pit so deep that God's not deeper still. There's nothing stranger or more supernatural than praising God for the really hard stuff. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Okay, now make sure you see that preposition. It wasn't give thanks for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. No matter what is going around us, no matter what circumstance we're standing in, we should still be thanking God. I really do think that there's a step beyond thanking God in it, and that is the thanking God for it. And really, Ephesians 5.20 that I read at the beginning says to give thanks always and for everything. And that, I have found, is my secret sauce. 
if I go ahead and thank God for stuff that I am not the least thankful for, it leads my feelings to the cross. It leads my heart to the throne. And it proclaims that Jesus is bigger than the mess. We're headed into Thanksgiving. And you know, when we pull out the Thanksgiving books and like for the children, it's beautiful picture books. I've collected some beautiful picture books about Thanksgiving. And it shows a lovely meal of pilgrims and Indians and these bountiful tables. But the fact is, the pilgrims were a small, scrawny remnant. Most of them had died. And they were not out of the woods yet. They would face many starving times ahead. In the winter ahead, the winter after Thanksgiving, they would get to the place where they had a ration of three kernels of corn each a day. Can you imagine? But they took that opportunity to stop, to thank God, right when they were smack dab in the middle of the hardship. And they didn't know what was coming next. How about us? You know, I'm sorry if you live in a place that won't let you gather much because there are places that it's going to be harder to get together on Thanksgiving than others. And I'm sorry for you if that is where you face it. But if that's where you are, will you thank Jesus anyway? And you might be quarantining right now. I mean, by the time it gets to Thanksgiving, I might be quarantining. And those quarantines could stretch right through the holidays. I'm so sorry if that's what you face. That stinks. But can you thank Jesus anyway? I mean, and outside of COVID, you might have a family that's totally divided by politics. And even if you could get together, it might be best not to because it is a vitriolic time. These are tough days that we are in. Will we praise the Lord anyway? I've had a hard time thanking the Lord in the time of COVID and even more for the outbreak. I mean, sometimes if I stop my whining long enough, I can see some small gains, our slower lifestyles, more family time, um, an ability to really take a step back and evaluate. But even if I see no good thing, can I thank Jesus anyway? The answer is yes, I can. I just have to choose to. It is a step of faith. It is a proclamation of trust. It is an outpouring of belief. When Jesus had the opportunity to give everybody lunch, and what he had to start with was five loaves and two fish, it says the first thing he did was to give thanks. He stopped and he gave thanks. The word there is Eucharisto which is a Greek word that is this beautiful picture of, of just laying it all out and thanking God for what is there. You know, and if our energy is too low for the days around us, if our faith is feeling weak, if our doubt and fear are the only thing that actually feels strong in us, then it's time to stop and to thank God. We don't have to have enough or see how it will work out to thank God for what he is able to do. That's, that's the picture of the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus thanked God before the multiplication. He thanked God in the middle of the not enough. That is what we are faced with as well. So we can look at this worst case scenario, which could get worse still. 
we can lay it on the altar and we can give thanks. All circumstances that require divine intervention, complete transformation, and supernatural infusion of grace require us to start with thanksgiving. Psalm 116.17. This may be a verse you've heard before, but in light of how hard it is to stop and give thanks and choosing to do it anyway, listen. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. Let us all stop and offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.